Okay. I think we just remember not to move during the podcast. Just we can't move. We say this every time. I don't move. <laughs> I don't move. It's always you. Like, <laughs> and then like you could tell me can't move, and you're like, oh, that's fine. Um. Anyway, <laughs> and then the whole podcast is redundant. Look at me. I'm so still now. You're the only one who's moved. All right. Shut up. Hello. Oh God, I'm doing this again. <laughs> I've already moved. Oh, you fuck. Hello, welcome to Sex and the Sex. In the Sex. This episode, we're talking about season Sex and the City. (laughs) This is a podcast about Sex and the City. What? This is a podcast about Sex and the City. We have to explain what it's about. All right. (laughs) This is a podcast about Sex and the City. Where John and I watch an episode, and I've seen all the episodes before, and Jordan's never seen them before. Then we talk about it. And about our lives as well. <laughs> we it's been attempt to intertwine <laughs> the two. Uh, yeah. It's been a long time since our... Um, it's been a hot six months. A hot six months since our last podcast. And it's been hot. It's been summer. So Summer happened. And here we are. <laughs> and we're back. And we watched... Season two. Episode one. Which was called Oh fuck. Take Me Out to the Ball Game and it was written by Michael Patrick King. Now yeah. this episode, let's talk about where we ended last season. So Carrie and Big broke up. Yeah. Carrie, over the church situation. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. She, they were gonna go on holidays and Carrie was like, No. And she didn't go. Mm-hmm. She's a big girl. Yeah, she was. And then, um, and of course, Samantha was dating a guy with a tiny, tiny penis. penis. Um, and we open season two with Carrie trying to look good because she never knows when she's going to see Big. Yeah. And that's the biggest issue. She yeah. hasn't seen Big yet. No, because she started, she starts the episode walking around the city looking kind of shit or what she thinks is shit. And she's like, oh, fuck, like, and then she thinks that she sees Mr. Big, but she doesn't, so she's relieved. And I just, does that ever happen to you when you're, like, looking your worst and you're like, oh, God, I just, like, I don't care. Like, you don't care until you think about running into someone you don't want to see look bad mm. or you don't want to be vulnerable in front, yeah, in front totally. of Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fuck, it happens to me all the time. I'm like, now would be a, the worst time to see a particular person or whatever. And then you're like, here we are. Having a coffee because yeah. I agreed to this. And I don't know why. I hate this. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get dressed up. I made no effort. <laughs> I made absolutely no effort. I was gonna go to the gym and lie to myself for twenty minutes. <laughs> oh god, it's the best. <laughs> anyway, so that's that. So yeah. Um, no, yeah, that's it's it's a difficult time. I'm sure. Yeah, a breakup. So they've been broken up for four weeks. Apparently, that's not long at all. At all, they've been going out for a year. I mean, I know that they're thirty. She's thirty, whatever. But yeah, but that was also something. That was like, yeah, it was a big deal kind of relationship. Yeah, and they were going to go on a holiday, and it was a bit of a head fuck as well. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, four weeks isn't long. No, but she looks good. She looks good. She looks good all the time. All right. So uh, an issue that came up in this episode was Morant, the whole idea of like a breakup rule and when you should get over them and what you should do after a breakup. 
And I feel like there's like there's a whole list of rules when dealing with a breakup with friends as well. Yeah, totally. It's like it gets to a point where you're like, okay, no, we know. Hey, we've talked about this before. Are we back here again? Okay. Yeah. It saddens me that you still think that way, but that's fine. It's interesting what um, Charlotte said with like the whole how long you've been dating for, like half that time, like is how long it takes to get over the person. Totally. And I really think that is bullshit, but I also think that is just a way of being like, oh, it's going to take a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's I think it's good because I actually don't mind it because one it sets a timeline for when you should be like you know what stop like stop obsessing over this stop like you know letting this affect you blah 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 um, and it also just allows people to be like you know what I am allowed to be sad about this for a period of time mm. but there is a cutoff point um, but also I think it's just bullshit. It's a difficult thing to sort of navigate. Yeah. I wonder because. Obviously, at some point, you have to stop and you have to continue with your life, but you don't want to push anything down too much because it's just going to come up later. And if you, you don't want it to come out if you're in another relationship or anything like that. Yeah, totally. And so it's like, it's oh, it's God. hard to know it's, when to fully. It's, I reckon it is so hard to navigate because it's, there's, there's, there's people who move on straight away and you see a lot of guys do it actually. They're just like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm doing something else now. And it's like, I yeah, they, they can't be, surely. Yeah. And if they are, like, but they might not be. I don't know. There's mm. always issues to resolve. Mm. And then there's, there's those people who just, like, fucking wallow in it and then, like, nothing improves because they don't want it to improve. Like, they don't try to, like, to do anything that's going to make them happier. They give the other person too much power, so it's all just about them. That's, so when they're not with them. So it's such a power thing. Yeah. And well, status and it's. You can deny it as much as you want, but it, it does come down to, like, that in yeah. the end well, as well. Well, that's what my mum, like, when I went through my first breakup, kind of said to me, said to me, she was like, stop giving the other person so much power. Like, yeah, what totally. the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. you're making him, like, such a fucking big deal mm. and that's over. Like, kind of empower yourself a little bit. What you doing? Mm. What you doing, girl? I don't know. But it, I think it's also good to have those kind of friends who are like, okay, shut up now you need to stop talking about it. Yeah. I think it's so important because you can, in breakups and stuff, you can get so like, so, I mean, and whether you talk about it a lot or whether you don't, you can get so, like, it just, it's in your head. It's constantly rerunning and constantly thinking about it. It's good for people to say, if you are talking about it too much, it's good for people to say, hey, let's talk about something else. Like pretend mm. that you're not thinking about that because you need to not make it the main focus of your life. But it's also good for other people if you're not talking. How you get through other things as well. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, true. And it's also good for people who haven't spoken about it for ages for the friends to be like, or haven't spoken about it at all, really, for a friend to be like, hey, so how are you going? Yeah. Because then you might just be in your head at home, like, I can't, or everywhere. Well, I mean, that kind of happens to a character later. Yeah, exactly. A little bit, not too much, but like that kind of similar thing. Yeah, I do, yeah. It's just, uh, it's, I think, in, in everyone's individual. Yeah, I like I like Miranda being like, we're women and all we fucking talk about is men. It's interesting. It's funny when you're in those situations where you're like, holy shit, in this friendship I fail the Bechdel test every time. Yeah, yeah. Like there are different people, but then there's just certain people where it's like, doesn't matter 
where you are in life, what you're doing, you mm. always end up kind of talking about boys. And then there are people that you don't do that either. And it's not a person's fault, but it's just interesting to go, fucking damn it. It's the same with, like, a lot of topics that are very shallow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, say the boy, because it's all, like, to do with, like, I don't know, just bullshit shit. Like, it's the same, like, I feel like there should be some kind of test for, like, women talking about their weight or, like, dieting issues or exercise and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Um, and if you talk about it, as so my sister said, she was like, anyone who talks about, like, you, you, sh- you should talk about, like, I don't know, anyone who talks about exercise that much is just boring. It's just such a oh boring God, thing. Yeah. And people do it all the time, especially with, like, acting and stuff. They're like, oh, well, you know, I'm on this new cleanse or, like, oh, well, like, if, like and I fucking do it too and I have to remind myself to, like, you know, Shut cleanses, the fuck? Though. No, fuck, I don't go on cleanses. Oh, you, no tell, you don't tell me about it. No, I'd never you know tell you about it. <laughs> if I'm going to be one of the cleanses, you told me, I'd be like, okay. Oh, my God. It would be the most <laughs> embarrassing thing ever. But the thing is, it's just vain and shallow and not not even that. That's fine. It's just fucking boring. Yeah. It's just so boring to be like, well, like, I'm just going to talk about my exercise uh, regime with you or how, like, my body and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just boring. <sighs> And when you can only talk about that kind of shit, one, it means that your mind is unhealthy. Your mind is unhealthy, and two, it means like you need to get some other other fucking hop. Read a fucking book or whatever. Yeah. Whenever people talk to me about that kind of stuff, all the time. Not if they if they're opening up about exercise issues or the yeah, fact they're, that they're they, eating they or, or they feel bad that they have an exercise or whatever. Like that's fine. Yeah. But when people start doing that kind of preachy thing and like dropping in the gym and all this kind of stuff, I'm just always like, right, why are you telling me? Yeah. I don't fucking care. I change the subject. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm bored of this conversation. Maybe maybe that highlights our insecurities. I I think the thing is when, you know, you, when people talk about exercise that much, it does. It, no, but it does. It would make me start thinking about it a lot and thinking about my weight and thinking about how I should look. Yeah. And then it makes me insecure. And then I, all I'm thinking about is, holy shit, why don't I look like this? Why aren't I doing this? And I don't want that fucking stress in my life. I'd much rather speak to a person about anything else, like, <laughs> that isn't, you know. Because like, that's – and I feel like exercise and shit like that is such a, like, a personal thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't – no one – unless you're in a group – Unless you're at Fernwood talking to everyone about, you know, the class or whatever, fine. Or, like, the shit, if, if you're in one of those environments speaking about, oh, like, blah, 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 that oh, makes sense. Class and stuff, well, yeah, yeah, like, it makes sense. But, like, outside of that, it's like, why are we discussing this? It's boring. And the reason why it's boring as well is because it comes from a shallow place. Even if people say it doesn't, even if they're like, actually, I've had one conversation about, like, food and stuff like that, which really did not come from a shallow place at all. Mm. And it was about one of my um, work friends being vegan. Mm. And we were just like, and I kind of like, we we're just kind of, it just came into conversation. And then we were just having a very brief conversation about it as well. And she was like, also, it's like, and she was also just saying, oh, it's actually really like my, finally my weight doesn't like fluctuate anymore. And I'm just feeling really healthy. And I was like, that's fucking interesting. I was literally mm. like, I'm like, interested in you saying how like healthy and well you feel like that's pretty cool and like she wasn't being preachy about it or anything she was just talking about it and that's the only time I've been like good which we're talking about health and choices and food and all that kind of stuff without it being about like losing weight or without it being for a shallow reason it's just generally about how you're doing in your life at the moment and one of the reasons for this is this Mm, totally yeah it's interesting 
Because anyway. I just I just fade out. <laughs> but I do. Oh, so do I. But some, for some people, it's their passion. Yeah, it's it's good if it's their passion for a good reason. But then, like I really do believe, like at least I just feel like 50% most people of our people, age, it's hard to find someone who's doing that for legitimate health reasons. And the thing oh, is, yeah. people who who it is their passion, they don't talk about it like incessantly and they don't make it about themselves and make it about the knowledge uh, that teacher at our high school who might not want us to mention his name on a podcast i don't know i don't know i don't know what the laws are with that he taught psychology he had red hair he went running all the time and did iron oh yeah yeah Yeah. and like the other teacher who did stuff with him too yeah yeah. (laughs) did stuff but like (laughs) but you know like they just kind of school (laughs) but they always like they were obviously incredibly fit people who loved exercise and loved sport and loved footy, but didn't talk about it. Yeah, they didn't all the talk time. about it, or and weren't I, or weren't dicks about it with kids. And they only ever brought it up if there was like an issue or something. Like if they yeah. were, if, like because I remember, and one they of them, they admitted that they had issues with it too. Yeah, I remember once I was talking about it, and they're like, oh, well, you know, you should start draw, you should join cross country or whatever. Mm. And I was like, okay, but like. It wasn't like you should join cross country. It is literally just the best way to lose weight. I wake up every morning. And I have myself a coffee, and so you, just, you have no legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But anyway, back to Sex and City. So I guess that's got to do with like <laughs> guys as well. Like when friends talk about boyfriends or whatever, I think it's important to not have that as an entire conversation because it cannot be the epitome of your life. Oh my god, totally. You need to be able to define yourself outside of your relationship. Oh, my God. And that is a lesson I have learned. <laughs> oh, my God. But Jesus Christ. But I feel like that it's hard to do. That was like, for, like if you think about first relationships, yeah. it's hard not to. Yeah. Because it's the first time you've sort of done and you're, you're sort of. You're like, I know where my vagina this, is. Yeah. Inside and out now. I don't know. It's just, it's difficult. Because you're in a new, you're, you're like exploring new territory. Yeah, exactly. And you're so engulfed in this situation and this person and and who you are with this person and these moments that you think are so unique. When and not. then, yeah, and then you'll have it with someone else. Yeah. Well, and I possibly mean, the same moment. Yeah. You know? And it's like, <laughs> like when this first happened, I thought I was a fucking goddess. <laughs> and here we are again. Less, oh my God. It's less incredible, but it still feels awesome, you know? Which is a really good thing to think about during mm-hmm. breakups is to be yeah. like, because whenever you have a breakup, you're like, oh, I've lost the only one I'll ever love. I'll never feel happy yeah. again. Like, I honestly thought this was the one. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh, wait, no. Like, there's <laughs> so many ones out there. There's probably there's like 70 million people out there who, no, are no. Like, who are like, hey. We could totally hit it off. Oh, my God. There's this podcast of this woman who worked out mathematically how many men there were out there for her. And how she many? worked out that there were 36. Oh, my God. In, in New York. Like, like <laughs> who that like, she could love. And that, that, like, who fit into, like, her sort of requirements. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> and then she, like, Dead narrowed women. it down and, like, found this man online. And, like, it's it's amazing because she's incredibly intelligent. Oh, wow. That is. And I was just like, fuck, yeah. Fuck, yeah. And she was like, it's nice to come down to a number. For her, she yeah. felt better. Yeah. I don't, I don't no, even think it's 36. I think it came down to something even more dire. Well, Jesus Christ. Because then it's like, well, what are the chances of bumping into this person? Oh, my God. So true. <laughs> but she, like, she calculated with, like, all the men in her city 
all the men over and under a certain age. Yeah. And then she was like, I, I would like to be with someone Jewish for cultural reasons. Yeah, yeah. So cut it down by that much. Yeah. And then um, she didn't do anything um, image-based. Yeah. And she said they should work nine to five because she works nine to five, those mm. kind of things and other stuff like that. And like I, you watch it and you're like, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. Mm. And she's like, okay, seven men. <laughs> like that. Yeah. And I was like, no. And then she, she, she was basically saying that she found the one. Oh my God. I, I mathematically found the one, <laughs> but like in a, in a nice way, not, yeah, the, not no. in the, fucking big bang theory way. Yeah, totally. Anyway, so sex in the city. So they, they, hanging out all the time and they're talking about big and she's stressed about seeing him for the first time because the first time's the hardest or no, the it's weirdest not. it's not that's bullshit but i yeah. but i understand it's the most nerve-wracking i think the like, lead to it is the, the lead up mm. but i feel like yes the, the idea of it is terrifying but then it's like there are many worse times to see her ex <laughs> <laughs> It's always gonna get worse. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. Just, just don't, don't let it bother you. Don't let it like wake you up in the middle of the night. But like, it's only been four weeks, so of course. Like, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, but I like Miranda walking out of that at breakfast because she's like, "Fuck you guys!" Oh my god, no. My favorite part of that episode was Miranda being like, "No, uh, big and no, Carrie talking about big and her or whatever." Mm. Or something. No, no, Carrie talking about her. Oh, because they go to a baseball game. Okay, let's get back to it. We'll go back to it. Okay. They, go, they go to the baseball game. Yeah, yeah, And that's hilarious as well. But I love um, I love the fact that Samantha's still with this guy. Oh, my God, yes. Because – and she's just trying so hard because they get along. But that's the thing. If you don't – and he'll probably be fucking amazing for somebody else out there. Yeah. I don't – I think that you'd feel awful if you had a Tony Dick watching this show, the way that they talk about it. Yeah. It'd be like. Yeah, but he's got a very. Yeah, it's true. It's very, true. Very small but thing. then, like, peop, then it doesn't matter, really. But it matters to Samantha, obviously, because getting, like, fucked is, like, it's, a massive a part, part of her life. Yeah, yeah, like, she so loves it. Like, it's huge. And she doesn't fulfill it. And that. it's not huge. And his is not. So she needs to find someone. But I like the fact that she's she really did try. No, that's the thing. That's what's good about it is that she really likes from all other aspects. There's so many other aspects that she likes and she tries anyway with this one thing that's massive. Well, that isn't, but whatever. It's a massively small deal. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so she tries like really hard and that's fantastic. I think that's like really admirable because what she could do is like, which, yeah, because she loves everything else about him. Mm. It's important to try, I think. And that's why you shouldn't get married before sex. Exactly. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so when they're all getting into the taxi to go to the, the Yankees game, Carrie's, like, really, really dressed up. Yeah. Just in case she bumps into Mr. Big. And I have to say, I've done that so many times. <laughs> Try and look as nice as possible when there's a possibility of seeing someone out. Usually more when I know that they probably could be there, like, actually, in oh my God. a delusional way. Like, I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. You know I've done yeah, that. I know you have. wearing mascara today. Yeah, I bought it today. <laughs> I knew it would happen today. <laughs> Today's the day. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so I've done that. But then they end up going to this game. I like Miranda, her obsession with the Yankees. Or, like, baseball in general. I like that they all go with her as well. I think that's kind of nice. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll come see baseball with you. Also made me want to go to the footy. 
Yeah, we should do it. Footy's a bit more lively than baseball. And I have not been following Hawthorne this year, and they've just been doing really well all the time. Sydney always does well. Yeah, and I just I should probably. Oh get back yeah, on that. I'm, I like it. I'm not I mean, taking I advantage was, of I my like, winning. I like footy when I'm there. Me too. But we should fucking find out when Swans and Hawthorne are playing. Oh, it'll be an intense game. No, see, I well, I'll need to study beforehand to actually get to know the players again because I feel bad going there and being like, I don't know who this person is. But in saying that, every time I'm there, I always get really, like, into it. I don't know it's place for the Swans anymore. And we should go and drink alcohol like they did. Yeah, exactly. And eat, like, hot dogs. We'll I feel like having a smoke as well. Oh, no, you can't, can you? No, not no. the food. Yeah, just just for like, just, just so we can mimic. I just want to look like Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah, judging we're into the fucking MCG. Oh god, better than that, Emirates. Jesus, oh, <laughs> Emirates, anyhow. Do you have um a pass? No, I thought you were gonna ask me for a tampon. No, <laughs> do you have a tampon? Do you have a tampon? No, I don't have a pass. Why do you have a pass? No. MCG pass, I mean. Huh? Like, no, neither do I. I think I applied for one. I don't know if I got it. Anyway, but they go and the guy hits a foul ball and, like, Miranda almost catches it, which fucking infuriates me, like, that she didn't actually catch it. Like, she just misses it. I'm like, oh, it would be so frustrating. And then um, Carrie picks it up and then they say that, like, Miranda, that she, like, no, Miranda's like, Carrie, it's so impressive to catch a foul ball. Like, you know, but, like, you know, really that happens? She didn't catch it, though. She Grabbed it off the ground so she can go fuck herself. And then Carrie doesn't give the ball back to Miranda, who almost caught it the first time, which I think is bullshit. Who's into baseball anyway? Who loves baseball? What a fucking... That annoyed me. She's like, ah, now it's my ball. It's like, no, fuck you. I told you to come to this game and I nearly caught the ball. I actually caught it. Give me the baseball. Ugh, selfish. Well, Carrie's very drunk as well. She is drunk. Does she give it to... Because after that they go... It's a whole debacle... And they go to meet the man to get the ball signed because I feel like that's a normal thing to do. You do that. Yeah, totally. Um, no, and it can also just go down to the players' um, change rooms. Yeah, exactly. And, and and they and she meets the man who threw it, who's a new player on the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yankees. Yankees. I don't know. Oh, Knicks is basketball. I know that because I watched How to Lose the Guy in 10 Days. It's um, <laughs> a Knicks game. Um and he's there, and um, Carrie is a little sultress. Probably. I'm trying to find the word. I've been trying to find it for like half an hour. No, that's fine. She's trying to be real sexy, and she is, because um, she's drunk and confident. Yeah. And Miranda is geeking the fuck out. That's amazing. She's like, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> hey. I'm really into the Yankees. You're going to sue me if I don't say... What does he say? You're going to sue me if I don't say the ball? Yeah, so good. And she she does. Um, And she does sue him. And then... um, Next episode, they're in court. They're in court. (laughs) Doom, doom. Um, She's been in this for you. She is. like a woman. Oh, amazing. Um, And then he he walks away and Carrie's like, I'm going to seize the opportunity. Chases after him. Oh, amazing. And there's little stilettos. Us him to Dolce and Gabbana and he says yes could you imagine <laughs> could you please could you please for a moment imagine me yes at an AFL game amazing I'm so excited chasing after someone some topical AFL player <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I, any of their I names I've watching it yeah yeah I was gonna say Adam Goods but he doesn't even play anymore no it's okay just keep going and and then the recent um, medal winner. I don't know. Just say Buddy Franklin. 
He goes for the, he plays at the Swans. He plays at the Swans? Yeah, he plays for the Swans. Yeah, but you just said he plays at the Swans. Look, I had a beer and a half, so. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, yeah, Buddy Franklin, and I chase after him and say, will you go to Dolce & Gabbana? Come see my show with the Alan Cat. (laughs) Oh, my God. He would say yes. He would say, oh, my God, yes. I want this. He says yes to Carrie. And then they go on this date. Yeah, and meanwhile, Miranda, not Miranda, Samantha's, like, checking out all the schlong in the boys' change rooms. Oh, my God, that's amazing. so funny. And she she follows the door and he says, can I help? What does he say? Can I help you? Yeah. And she's like, um, Uh, and just keeps looking at his dick. Sustains. So funny. It's fucking amazing. But they also do, I think it's during the baseball game, they do that montage of people that they do when they oh, have asked it. them for advice. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, to and do that, with breakups. To yeah, do what, breakups? what to do after breakups. And the yeah. boys are like, if you cry, like then you'll always be known as a crier. I think they were just losers. I know they were losers and that was funny, but like it was weird that like they were like kind of racial stereotypes there were also a couple like that fat woman they made fun of her, her as well and yeah i was like oh i think they 2000s get, <laughs> yeah they, they get rid of the talk to camera soon so we'll have less of those i mean i've enjoyed it i just think that was like not my favorite no no it was weird it was weird. bizarre very weird um and then they go to on a date and they meet miranda's boyfriend who scratches his dick not miranda charlotte's boyfriend charlotte's boyfriend yeah who because they go to, like, yeah, the opening. He doesn't scratch his so he just rearranges. He just, like, you touch his balls He could be scratching it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I've had, like, that issue before. I've seen it. I've seen balls touch, I mean, boys touch their balls. Someone at school used to do it all the time. Who? Um, I'll tell you in a bit. No, just mail it to me. At, at my school, not your school. Oh, right. Okay, tell me after because I yeah, can't take like, your lips. <laughs> I'm trying really hard, but it's a very – anyway, it's fine. Um, and it wasn't a big deal, but it was just something that, like, you notice. And yeah, so it's not, not like I, like, scratch my – Actually, I'm, and another person at my school, maybe there was something wrong with, like, the floors. There was nothing. There were bugs getting into boys' dicks. Oh, God. Which is fine, like – But it's not like I, like, openly scratch my vagina. I do openly touch my boobs. Oh, I touch my I boobs. just hold them, like scratch them. I wake up with one hand on boob in like a comfort <laughs> way, like that's where it sits. Like it's found its little shelf in like, my hands. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is all you're getting. This is all you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't scratch my vagina in public. No, I wouldn't. No. Not, not so anyone could see anything. And then, you know, Charlotte tries to help out. It's <laughs> funny. Um, but but before that, Carrie gets dressed up in a Dolce & Gabbana. Oh, not Dolce & Gabbana. She buys a new – she maxes out a new credit card or whatever to buy a dress Ugh. just in case she sees Mr. Big. And I feel like that's bad life choices right there. Yeah, exactly. She's still making him the most important. She finds that photo. Oh, that's right. She finds a photo before she goes out of them. And she says, note to self, my own, like, my own breakup rule is to delete any photos where he looks sexy and I look happy. Which, mm. you know what, like, I don't I – mean, like, not delete, sorry, get rid of. It would be hard to look at those photos. Yeah. She doesn't throw it out. What does she do with it? She just puts it in a box on a desk. Oh, yeah, fair enough. But she was busy. She was in a hurry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I feel like if she really wanted to, she could have ripped it up, but she didn't. 
Yeah, I'm surprised she's not over him. Yeah. She's definitely not. Yeah. But Charlotte <laughs> buys um, the ball toucher new underwear, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> she's like, I got a present for you. Why do these, like, women do things? Like, the spanking thing? Miranda did it too in season one. Oh, God. She's talking about spanking and, like, they just try to, help, like, help these men. <laughs> Why are they always trying to help? And I love the guy freaking out. Yeah. Like, this is going too fast. You're buying presents for me already? And Which you're is... hate my music? Oh, God. That was funny. So, do we think the baseball player's dumb or not dumb? Or what, just a bad actor? Just vanilla. Yeah. I don't think, like, we weren't given an opportunity to know him. He was a foil, but, like, yeah. he was very good looking. Just felt like he was concerned about looking good looking all the time. But there are people who are like that in real life, so yeah, that's maybe that's true. a thing. That's true. Um, I don't know. I did, the baseball player was fine. It was quite nice to Carrie when she cried in his mouth. So funny. So Carrie sees Mr. B. What, what's next in the, like, chronologically? I've, I've like, completely. We've. So they go to the ball, then they go have their breakfast together, mm-hmm. and that's when Miranda crosses shits because that's when she's talking about yeah, and then, the low-hanging balls. That's right. And then, no, and then also there's um they, there's a picture in the newspaper of Carrie and her um, ball player. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, and then everyone's talking about, like, oh, well, Mr. Big will see this and he'll be so jealous, blah, blah, blah. And Miranda's like, okay, okay, now everyone needs to see my new palm pilot. It's just, and everyone kicks into, like, completely What does she say, her. palm pilot? Yeah, palm What's pilot. What's that? It's like, you know, when, like, they, like, a, like a diary? It's like before you had, like, iPhones and stuff. Oh. Oh, my God, yeah. You remember? No. No, you don't? Like, you just, like, write in my appointments and one. stuff. My mom had one. Yeah, they're just they like cool. it's kind of like a diary, like a diary online. Yeah, kind of thing. You can write things and have put it in people's numbers, like an address book and stuff like that. Right. Anyway, but that's you would have been great to have on the table because you'd have been like, "Oh, what is that?" Whereas everyone else just completely ignored her. It's it very hilarious. Funny. It was so funny because they were focused on this photo, which is a big deal. Like it yeah, is in the paper. fucking newspaper. But She's still. dating a fucking Knicks player. Yeah, plays other baseball player. Yeah. Um, and then um, Miranda cracks the shits. And Charlotte buys underwear. Her boyfriend leaves her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> remember that? Yeah. I guess, well, I guess that's one of the situations where it was never meant to be. No. But you're just kind of like, fucking what? And we'll just bring it up. Be like, why do you want to touch your balls? <laughs> you fucking would. You yeah. Know? Why are you touching your balls in front of his family? <laughs> why are you touching your balls? Why didn't you touch me like that? <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> um, and then... Later on, Miranda is wearing the outfit of the season. I'm calling it oh now. Oh my goodness! She's wearing dungarees, baggier than one could imagine. She could fit seven small African children up each leg, and one Yugoslavian woman into the breast. <laughs> Incredible! And a puffer jacket and a and beanie. A huge puffer jacket and a beanie. Also, when she sorry backtrack. She cracks her shits and gets up at the diner and puts on her beanie. So funny. It's so ill-placed. It, it's fucking hilarious. God, this one I like about the show is that they'll be, like, serious, but then they'll always take the piss out of all these characters. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just great. Um, and then she's wearing this arguably hideous outfit. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But she's wearing a cap she as well. She's all right. She I love her. I think she looks great. I But, like, it's obviously casual. Yeah. And then um, she sees Eric, a guy that she dated oh, yeah. for a year and broke up with a couple of years ago with the woman that he left her for. Which is 
when they brought that up, I was like, fuck, they brought it up like the start of the show. Mm. You knew something was going to happen as soon I, as they brought it up. No, but it made me really happy because I was like, yes, backstory. And yes, Miranda has been heartbroken. And yeah, like, it just yeah. it was good. I was like, oh, like, and now, because he used to be the love of her life. And now she calls him evil bastard. Yeah. And then it was also great as well because you could see when you do see him, he's with the woman and they're really happy together. It's like been two years and stuff like that, which is like awful. But also, Miranda, but also probably. Well, yeah, but that he's just human and that they're having a happy relationship and no one's evil, you know what I mean? Like as much as that's a shitty thing to do and it hurt Miranda, he's not like fucking, you know, 12-year-olds or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah, it's just um, really – I like it. It's real. But also I, like, I think a sign that she wasn't truly dealing with it was the fact that she still called him evil bastard. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, so true, so true, so true. She she still hadn't gotten over it. <laughs> she runs away. Yeah, she hides from him and runs away. Her run is very funny. She has a funny run. But I guess we would all have a funny run when we're running from heartbreak. <laughs> it's true. And in those pants. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I wonder if what the chafing would be like. Mm. It's so big. It is. It is interesting though. Like imagine like never having to deal with the actual like someone. I don't like it would, and I hope I never experience it. But just like being cheated on, and then that person leaves you for another person. No, just fucking be shit. But I feel like you like that's when you have to eventually be like, you know what? Stop giving them so much power. Fuck them. Like who cares? Yeah. But that's such a hard thing to do in that situation when you're heartbroken. I guess. I don't know how to deal with it. No, it'd be hard. And then. Then what happens? And then uh, that's when Carrie goes for a drink at a bar with a baseball player. She looks great, but kind of casual still. She she looks cool. She looks very cool. As opposed to before when she was trying to look glamorous. Yeah. She looks very cool and she was having a good time on this date. And then Mr. Big is there and throughout the episode there have been faux Mr. Biggs where they think Ugh. he's there but it's actually someone else who looks like him. I hate that. Well, I, no, I I like it but I feel like they filmed it wrong but also I guess they didn't have as good film technologies now. But I, I wish it was just always in the back of the head or something rather yeah. than the face because I don't think you can get the face wrong yeah. when you're trying to like see if like – but I can see like from a difference – I mean from a distance when it's just like the back of a person you might be like, oh, that's blah, blah. Or even like the sign. diagonal yeah, sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that that's always heartbreaking when you think you've seen them and you not heartbreaking, but your stomach yeah. just sinks. Yeah, it does. And then you almost feel like you don't feel relief; you feel like disappointment. That's yeah. Ah, uh, oh, good lord. Life. And then he comes over, Mister Big. Yeah, Mister Big comes over. over. She doesn't make any sense. She responds to him, which is just. Again, giving the power over to him. And he but she can't help that. Like, no, she's, like, yeah. shocked. Yeah. And he touches her shoulder and says that she never looked better in that photo with the Yankee. Yeah. And the whole touching the shoulder thing, and then they, they actually – I really liked it when, with the slow motion walk away and the heartbeat sound. Yeah. I thought that was really well edited because I reckon it totally is that. Yeah. When someone, like, touch when any kind of phys- physical contact from someone who you used to, like, date or whatever – it like for me, it would always like make me like really like it would. My heart would be pounding, yeah, and you would feel like this like drain of blood. And I don't know what it is, but it's just like, like a, it's almost like it's a yearning, yeah, yeah, and it's like a yearning for like 
or, or remembering what that was or whatever. Totally. It's crazy. It's also like it's interesting that Mr. Big said that, said something as revealing as you've never looked better mm. and then walks away. It's, I reckon it's kind of shit of him. Oh, totally. He shouldn't have done that. It's He's tr- obviously trying to do something to her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Does that mean that he still cares? Yeah, or he still wants her to care about him. Yeah. That's the thing. There's so many people out there who just want, want the other person to like them no matter what. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I feel like Carrie's my friend. I don't like Mr. Big right now or just not. He's so handsome though. Yeah, but, like, in that moment, I yeah. was like, fuck off. No, that's what I said. I was yeah, yeah, like, you said out. fuck off. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Exactly. He does. Because he I think does. she didn't – she broke up with him, and that's what someone – I think oh, – right. so I think Miranda or Samantha says it to her. Yeah, exactly. You broke up with him. You have the power. Yeah. But it's not that way, and it didn't happen like that. No, it didn't. Um. And then we cut through a montage of Samantha desperately trying to make it work in several different positions. Oh, my positions. God. I can't believe I forgot about that. That's it was amazing. interesting because all the positions she was doing, I was like, yeah, that seems like. That, that was the right position. That was if you want to try and make it work, you do that. Yeah, they were all the right positions yeah. to make a penis bigger in that kind of situation. Yeah. Like if a penis was too big, you'd be like, ah, yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. Gonna come out my head. I was very proud of her in that moment, just really trying and getting. This is what I think. Like, so many girls are afraid to be like, "I want this. Can you do it this way in bed and with sex?" Yeah. For our age, anyway, or like maybe a bit younger than us, yeah. or much probably much younger than us. Sometimes older. That's sad. Yeah, and it's just annoying because it's like, it's your vagina. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like, I feel like no matter what, if a penis goes into a vagina, unless it's, like, super tight or, like, there's a spike in it or something, it's yeah. going to feel good. Yeah. So don't really worry about them too much. Like, yeah. maybe, like, the tempo or whatever might matter, but it's going to your vagina and your vagina doesn't just get rubbed and it's, like, going to come or whatever. And I'm sure the pe- penis is more confusing than that. But, like, if that's the case, kind of, if you can't just, like, fuck, like, a hole and come, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's your vagina. You should be able to be like, hey, you're enjoying this right now because you're putting your penis in my vagina, but I'm not because it's going on a weird angle or whatever. Yeah. Let's just move slightly this way so we can feel good for both of us. Because you Generally, both, the man will feel better. He will as well. totally not that it matters, feel better. Like, I don't think, like, I've never met a dude who's like, oh, like, shut up. Like, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Shut the fuck up or whatever. Yeah. Like, and if he is, he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. You don't want that penis inside you. So general, I think the and man's better because right. then he's like, the man's not wondering whether you're enjoying it anymore. He's like, okay, now I've changed that. And if you're like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's where you want it. It's going to be like, okay, fuck yeah. And now I'm back in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you want to have a good time drinking sex. You don't want to just be like, oh, I guess I just have to put up with that. And as much as like, I've fucking done that. You know what I mean? When you're just like. Sometimes when you're tired. Yeah, you're tired and you can't be bothered, like, communicating, and you just want them to come because you're like, this is fun, but I'm not really enjoying it, but I'm enjoying it, but not in, like, a physical sense. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, but still, like, it's much better if you're into it to have, like, a good time and tell them what to do. Yes, sorry. And then they'll learn, and then they'll get to know your fucking vagina. Anyway, so I thought Samantha was doing a very good thing, and I think we should all take a leaf out of Samantha's book. I try to every day. Yeah, she's fantastic. And I just thought her disappointment was great because she was clearly frustrated but also quite upset. Yeah. When, when nothing was she working. she wants it to work because she wants a relationship to work. Yeah. 
Did we see them break up? I can't remember. No. No, but I think it's inevitable. Yeah, it is. Which is sad. He's kind of annoying anyway. Remember in the taxi when he was like, oh, look, I'm with... I can look see after the, my princess. Yeah, look after my princess, but also like, oh, so there was four beautiful girls in New York. Oh my God, Miranda. Um, yeah, it was like, where? <laughs> Tell them we said hi. Yeah. Oh my God, it's I so love So good it. because it's like, we're not the most four, we're not the four, most, just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I love Miranda. She's fantastic. I know it's unpopular opinion. But no, it it's, it it is. It, it people love Miranda because she's great. She's fucking great. Even in the eye roll moments <clears throat> when she cracks her shits at the thing and some of the things, the way she expresses her annoyance with the girls, sometimes like, come on, you're not better. Like it, it, it no, can sometimes feel no. patronizing. And it's a, it's, but I just love it because I feel like that's an honest portrayal of. It's her people. response to the world. As yeah, well. exactly. Because she's been heartbroken. She's fucking great. Well, that's not always the reason why. Yeah, but she's just, like, sick of the way that mm. they have to live in that sense, and it's good. It's really but You're good. right. I like to know that the, the, the backstory thing is interesting. Yeah, because she's, she's not a fucking feminist bitch, you know what I mean? I'm she's interested not just, to see if She's not just that, like, yeah, typical, yeah. like, oh, I'm a bitch and I'm a feminist. She's, like, a feminist. I mean, they all are. And then, like, you know, has these beliefs and blah, blah, blah. But also can fall in love and be heartbroken by someone because mm. she's human. Yeah. She's a multidimensional well, that's character. Well, that's it about all the characters as well. Is yeah. That they're like, they can easily have casual sex, but there's a difference between sex and when they feel something. And then they can, they, it's good that we see these moments. Like we talked about a lot in season one that they date these people for a while, break up with them and move on. Yeah. But then there's moments where they hold on to it. Of course. Like we always it meant do. something. Yeah, totally. Or, like, they're needed at the time or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, Carrie and Mr. Baseball are walking home quite quietly and he grabs her and kisses her. Oh, that's right. And then... Because I reckon he kisses her because he knows that there's something, like, the date's failing or, like, something's wrong. Yeah. Because she's kind of like, oh, yeah, cool. So he, like, is, like, trying to pull out a big gesture out of the bag because he's like, oh, I want this to go well. Yeah. He probably really likes her. Yeah. And then she cries. In his mouth. Yeah, and that makes sense because you just saw Mr. Big and, like, now she's kissing another man and probably, you and know. She's not ready. I remember, like, when my ex and I broke up, um, like, it was weird, like, some like the whole idea of, like, kissing other people and, like, all that kind of stuff because you were like, oh, but I'm not kissing. Like, it, it, physically it's different and whatever. So it's just, I think. In that moment, seeing her ex and then kissing the person that she's on a date with, that's only to make Mr. Big jealous and, like, now she's actually seen him and he, he touched her on the shoulder and whatever, that physical action would just be kind of, like, very confusing and almost, like, a bit ugh, shocking and gross, even though it's nice, but I think it's just, yeah. Yeah, totally. Heartbreaking. And then she goes, then she calls up someone you after hear- she tells him to leave, which, you know, she's, they're both really nice about the whole situation. Yeah. It goes well. Yeah, saying that she really needs to meet up with someone. It's all secret who it is. And saying that they've they've been a bit weird at the moment, but she really needs to see the person. And it turns out it's Miranda. Here I was praying that Stanley was coming back. Stanford, but yes. Stanley (laughs) (laughs) Yelnats from Holes. The classic tale. What I love is when she she walks into the restaurant and you can't see who it is, and then there's this music. It's like... 
like these char- like chimes. What is it again? And then you see Carrie's face and she's like, like she's looking at someone who she's in love with and then it turns and it's <laughs> it's Miranda. But it works. You know what I mean? We're like, oh, I just need to see you. Yeah, like, you know what yeah. I mean? So nice. The fries that are cold. And they're like, does it really matter? <laughs> uh-huh. And then I was like, yeah, I hate it. I was like, in my head, speaking of weird insecurities <laughs> that we were talking about earlier in the episode, I was like, this girl's kind of going to be that skinny. <laughs> Actually, I was noticing that with Miranda. I was like, she's looking very thin. And she's eating, and she's still eating the bacon and eggs at breakfast. Like, <laughs> I'm like, her character's changed, guys. She's not eating the bacon and eggs at breakfast anymore. You gotta mix that up. Yeah, totally. Come on, let's be real. But they, that was great. And when she was just like, I, I thought, I forgot how hard it is. And I think that's the thing as well. Yeah, oh my God, totally. It's like giving birth. Something in your brain protects you from that memory, so Ugh. you don't do it again. Yeah, but you, you do it again. You fucking do it again. Do it again. That's also a humbling moment for Miranda as well. Yeah. Just being like, I was kind of being a bit, a little bit insensitive. Because I get like that. I'm like, get over it. Kind of, actually, no, I don't. I'm the most fucking sensitive person in the world. I'm like, oh, I understand. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me, and then I'll tell you my stories about my issues, and then we can just vomit on each other. Oh, God. Yeah. No, yeah, it's it's hard because I think it also you want to help your friend too, so you're like, is it is better it, for me to say totally. no even though I want you to talk about it more because part of me thinks that you talking about it will help, but then I'm like, at what point? Yeah. And is this good for you at this moment or is it better to ignore it yeah. and not think about do it? Do we dwell on this moment? Yeah. Like that moment that you're thinking about, I don't think we should dwell on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. so hard. Ugh, and then there's life. other times when you're like, get the fuck over it. Yeah, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You dated for a second. Stop it. <laughs> it was me. I hate it. <laughs> I hate everyone. Um, so let's talk about the fashion real quick. Okay, yeah. Um... What did you I think thought, of the dress that you wore? I didn't like it, the blue one. I didn't think about it. I know it was a big and the deal. Dolce, the Gabbana. Yeah, I, was I didn't like average. I don't really like aqua, like marine or whatever the fuck yeah. the color is. I'm not a fan of it. I liked her outfit when she looked cool and she when she actually saw Mr. Big. I like her yeah. fur jacket. I was just kind of thinking, fuck it, we should have a fur jacket. Yeah, that big long one. I don't remember what yet. Yeah, I don't remember what Samantha, but I didn't like how her dress was longer than her fur jacket, which is weird, but I just didn't like that for some reason. Um... I don't remember what Samantha wore at all, but I just assume it was good because I just do. I thought Charlotte looked really pretty, but I don't. I didn't really like her the fashion thing that she was wearing. I didn't mind her purple jacket though. I liked what she was wearing the very beginning when she wore that like pink dress and purple jacket. Mm. Um, Miranda, I thought was just you know she was Miss Casual. This you know whose outfit I hate? I thought was kind of gross, which what? is great. It was Mister Big. What was he wearing? He was wearing like a red tie. Yeah, he. And I was like, he always dresses up like he's going to do a cabaret show or something. I wonder if he knew that he was going to, because he's usually quite suave. Yeah, maybe that was his moment of being like, oh fuck, this is him. I'll just put this on. It was good that he saw her and came over to her and didn't ignore her or anything. Yeah. Well, I think they're adults. Yeah, but it's different. (laughs) I wonder. (laughs) Wonder what that's like. Oh my god! Yeah. And it was nice that he said that she looked good, but I think it was for a bad reason. Yeah, exactly. It would have been what they were friendly. All... It wouldn't have been, like, yeah. sultry. Yeah, and he wouldn't have, like, touched her on the shoulder and squeezed her shoulder like that. Like, that's just, like, it's just, like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. 
the whole like uh, maybe just because we don't like like to be like touched much by people like I like to be touched but like you know when like we're not very touchy-feely as friends. No. I've noticed that because other people are. Uh, I've noticed it because every time we are, I am very aware of it. <laughs> I'm right like every- I've got a tally on my wall like today. We hug. Every time we hug, I'm like, I'm hugging Jordan right now. We are having a hug. Or like kiss on the cheek or something. I'm like, Jordan, kissing on the cheek. That time I licked you up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, um, no, I noticed that. But I don't think I'm very touchy-feely as a friend anyway. No. But I remember when Alex and I were dating, like, for the first, like, however many times we saw each other, we never touched or held hands or, like, sat next to each other because we're always like, this is weird. Because <laughs> you know when you don't know someone yeah. very well and you're like. I once had someone, like, but I've, like, the dating experiences that I've had in my life yeah, on them. yeah. Um, it's always been the dude who like initiates the touching. Initiates like handholding. I know. Public. I know. Same thing happened with me with um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He he holding my hands first day. Yeah. Like holding it. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. The first date with um. Oh yeah. Um, held hands, and I was like, "That's fine," because we got along. Like I was like, "Yeah, totally." But I was always just like. I feel like first, especially, yeah, those first dates are like, I'm getting to know you. And then. It's like, I understand, like, making out later on. It was like second date. And I actually thought he was offering a high five. (laughs) So I gave him a high five. Amazing. And they were like, what? And I was like, oh, sorry. See, the thing is, I understand having sex and making out and stuff like that on the first date because it's like. Oh, totally. Because then you get to that point and then you do it. But, like, just so, like, they're really affectionate stuff, like, to begin with. It's the public displays of affection as well. it's confusing. It's weird. But then after a little while, I crave it. I'm like, come on. Come on, give it to me. Touch my leg. (laughs) We're sitting down, touch my leg. (laughs) What you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. My elbow's on display. Lick Come it. On. Lick my elbow. <laughs> lick my elbow. Touch We're my in elbow. a cafe. Lick my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, that was a good season, uh, episode back together. That was a very good I, episode. I, I didn't I, – well, actually, I didn't think it was, like, amazing. I think there's better episodes to come, but I was still, like, if I had watched season one of Sex and City and I'd seen it – and, like, season two was coming up and I was like, am I still into this series? I'd watch the episode and I would be like, yeah. The first episode of the next series, though, I, though, I think, though, is it's never – <gasps> You know, yeah, it's no. always a bit like, and we're back to it. Yeah, they do have to. They have to bring you back. Everything. It's been a year. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, totally. And this, like, especially happens I find with Netflix seasons as well, and HBO. Oh, HBO, not too much. Well, there's only with this. That's twenty three weeks of the year of Sex in the City, whereas now it's like people smash it out in like a night, oh and then God. there's a year between. That's crazy. It's fucked. Anyway. The world's crazy. The world's what will happen surprise. next? Trump might win. Yes. So um, you can see our podcast on what? SoundCloud? On SoundCloud. We'll put this on SoundCloud. Yeah. All right. Um, so stay tuned for the next one. Thank you very much. Have a good night. I'm Jordan. And I'm Anna. And this has been Sex, sex and the Sex in the Sex. In the sex.